about four or five months ago, I walked into my office one day and there was a nice little message on my desk and it says, uh, John would like you to visit him in hospital. And it said the hospital, and it wasn't a hospital that I was familiar with. And so I got out Mr. Google and I checked out where the hospital was and basically it says it's about uh, 35 minutes from here. And all of a sudden, sort of, my bad mind sort of says, well, why didn't this man see me before he went to hospital? But then I, but then I recovered, and I recovered. <laughs> I, knew, I knew what my duty was, so I, I climbed up on my white horse, and uh, I went all the way to see this good man. I found him in the hospital, and uh, went in, and I said, John, uh, I'm Father Walsh, it says, uh, you asked to see me. And he says, um, in response, he says, he says, I am blind, he says, but I recognize your voice. And I'm glad that you came here. And then he said, I would really like to go to confession because I expect that I'm going to die within the next couple of weeks. And over a period of about 15 minutes, he literally, he literally poured out his heart uh, in, terms of, in terms of his life, in terms of his challenges, and you could almost fe feel his sincerity. And at, at the end of it, he, he seemed as if he was, very much, he was very much at rest and at peace. And sure, sure enough, he died a couple of weeks later. But as uh, I was leaving, he said to me, he says, you know, I should have done this a long time ago. But he says, you know yourself, with the Yard of Confession, it's, it's easier not to do it than it is to do it. And I would, I would wholeheartedly agree with that statement, especially when I, was, when I was younger. I was going to say I hated confession. I didn't hate confession, I hated going. I hated going, going to confession. So much so that when I was a little bit older than a teenager, I, I remember saying to myself on several occasions, you know, I would be much better off if I was a pro Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, now that I've gotten older and hopefully a little wiser, uh, I really believe, even though confession can be difficult, that it's very, very good for the soul and also that I highly recommend it. And that takes me to today's, last Sunday's reading and today's reading. Because, you know, to understand, to understand what confession is all about, you have to understand where it's coming from. At the very heart of our faith is what we call the good news. The good news is the fact that Jesus came among us, that he surrendered his life on our behalf, that he loves each of us eternally, and that he continually calls us into relationship with him. And of course, for each person, that relationship began uh, when we were baptized. So his, his promise to us is his love and his care. Our promise to him, at least it should be, that we're going to be faithful and obedient. But you know, sin enters the picture when we fail to do that. 
that sin is a failure to respond generously to God's invitation in my life. And that takes us to uh, that very famous character that we meet in last Sunday's Gospel and again today. In, in many ways, uh, this, man, this man is really what Advent is all about, his name being John the Baptist. And you may recall last Sunday, you know, he was out in the desert. People followed him out into the de desert of Judea. There he is and he's yelling at the top of his voice, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. And he goes on with several other uh, metaphors saying how we have to level the valleys and the hills and stuff like that. And basically what, what he is saying to the people of his time is that if they hope to meet him at the end of their lives, then they had to change their ways. The word that's used in Greek is the word metanoia, which really means a change of heart. It means that you turn away from where you're at into a new way of living. And obviously, John, people really heard him because today's reading was a sort of a, a continuation of last Sunday where we're told different groups of people came to him and said, what are we to do? What do you expect of us? And one after another, he told them what the expectation was, if indeed they're going to fulfill the Lord's mandate in their lives. Now, I, I believe that if John the Baptist was still around, and it's two, a couple of thousand years ago since he existed, but he was still around at this point in time, his message to us would be exactly the same. It would be prepare the way of the Lord, make straight your paths. He would go one step further and he would probably say, you know, the confession, the, the confessional experience in the Catholic Church is really the way in which you will get there. And if you desire to meet the Lord in your life, then you need to go through that experience. And that takes us to the present, it takes us to all of us here today. And some of you may be saying, say, well, I've been in a confession in a long time. Uh, you might be inclined to say, well, I don't, really, I don't really do anything wrong. And, you know, a lot of you could probably say that. But then that's not the whole of your spiritual life. It's also about what you do that's right. Meaning, what kind of a difference are you making in the world in which you live? You know, there are no accidents. We're all part of God's plan. We're here to make a difference. Now, raising your family is a significant part of that if, if indeed you have children. But then after that, what are you doing with the rest of your life? And how are you, how are you making God's kingdom real in the world in which we live? And the other issue with regard to confession is, you know, we tend to think of confession in terms of doing things wrong. But confession has so much to do with what's going on in here, what's going on in the heart. In, in fact, the heart is where it all begins. And when you think of you know, your own life, or I think of my life, I think of like pride, I think of anger, I think of bitterness, uh, I think of prejudice, all those sort of inner things that are really separated from one another and from God, but somehow, somehow we don't take them that seriously on so many occasions. So I just invite you at this time that between now and Christmas, if you want to meet the Lord at Christmas, then
prepare his way in your lives. Because that ultimately is what Christmas is all about. And if you haven't been to confession in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years or 20 years, all the better, okay? We would love as priests, we would love to just sit down with you and talk because ultimately that's what confession is. It's a sort of a, it's a, it's a discussion about, about your life and what's happening, what's separating you from God. And it's sort of nice people coming in and out on a Saturday, on a Saturday evening, but it's can be, sometimes what can be much more beneficial is that you take the time to make an appointment, sit down with the priest and, and share what's going on in your heart and in your mind. So I just want to say to you today, that's the invitation which is before you. And I'd just like to conclude with the fact that today, today, uh, several people actually during the past couple of weeks have said to me, are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? And I'm not really sure what that statement means. Are you ready for Christmas? What are they talking about? My answer is usually, well, I'm, I'm getting there. But you know, the real readiness for Christmas, if we're really serious about our faith, the real readiness for Christmas is spiritual readiness. All the other stuff is nice, but it's all a bunch of fluff. So the real readiness is, as I say, what's going on between yourself and your God. And so I conclude with the fact that today is, today is that, uh, Gaudete Sunday, uh, you have the pink candle. I think this, uh, Investment here is almost pink as well. So we have some reminder today of the fact that pink is our color and it's a reminder to us that we need to rejoice during this time because the Lord is near. So, you know, if you have all your shopping done and all that good stuff done, then that is a reason for rejoicing, I presume, okay? But the real reason for rejoicing during this time is that if you really Take the time to reflect upon who you are in God, God's presence. And then, in and through the confession experience, enter into a newness of life with him. Then you've truly celebrate, celebrated what the Advent season is all about. Amen.